Hello, hello, as you can see or hear, I am back from the show and I am super excited to pick back up uh, where we left off. So our word focus for this particular episode is fight. And what I was explaining before I had to get off the, in the first part was that when things are happening in your life, it's not that the circumstances or people or situations are attacking your job, your health, your car, your children, your spouse, or whatever the thing is. No, what's happening is there's an attempt of the enemy working through those things to cause what's true in the Bible not to be true in your life. So really what's being attacked, really what's what's being persecuted or what's being picked at is the truth of God's word. If God gives you a particular word about a particular business or career or something that you are to do or become, and you hear voices or people or circumstances that say something different and contrary to that, what's happening is the truth is under attack. So I do wordcast to help people who may not be in church all the time, to help people who they not religious, but they love God, to help people who they're like, man, I'm not with all that craziness, but I, I do wanna have a spiritual life. How do we help people from different walks of life, different belief systems, um, different understandings and perspectives make what's true in the Bible true in their life. There is this understanding that, hey, Jesus already died for everything. You know, there's no more battle with Satan. There, there's no more fighting. Uh, so you got to live from a place of victory. Yes, we live from a place of victory. In that statement, those things are true. But I want to give further context. See, how I look at myself is like a tutor. I'm in the same class that you are in and the teacher is the Holy Spirit. Well, if I'm getting A's on the test or if I'm understanding the project assignment and I'm turning my work in on time and let's say somebody else is struggling in class, a lot of times what they'll do in universities or other uh, school systems, you'll get a tutor who has also been in that particular class. You'll get somebody that can tutor you because they have a better understanding of the subject matter of the class that you're in so I want to make something clear Holy Spirit is absolutely the teacher and all of the great men and women of God that teach and preach in the body of Christ and in the world in these different sectors and marketplaces it is amazing to me what I have to do is bridge the gap when people don't they can't go up to that person and ask them hey what did you mean by this part I'm a little bit confused I'm able to sit here on WordCast and give you more context to say, I know that you have heard the battle is already won. The victory is already yours. So then when you hear somebody say fight, that can be confusing. Let me give you this example. Let's say a person, a male or female is a, a boxer and they have a, a, a championship fight to be the heavyweight champion of the world in boxing. And let's say it's a male. So this boxer, he wins the heavyweight championship of the entire world in boxing. If he gets out of that ring and he goes back to the locker room and there's somebody in that locker room that says, hey, you're not the heavy, I don't think you should be the heavyweight champion of the world. You sure you won? I can prove right now you're not as strong as you think you are. And he starts pushing that boxer and pushing that boxer. Now the body, the hands, the arms, the feet is what the boxer uses in the match, in the sport that that boxer is involved in. So that in a sense is, is the instrument, right? If that person is pushing up against that boxer and that boxer does not push back 
to 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 create distance between themselves and whatever the thing is that's trying to come into their personal space or their personal life and do damage that person is going to lose that particular fight in the moment but still be the champion of the world that's how it works with this we are not wrestling and fighting for a position in heaven or for our salvation that is secured through Jesus but there are certain things in this life when opposition comes up against you about your company when opposition comes up against you about your body and your health when opposition comes up against you about your kids I got nieces and nephews when opposition comes up you better believe we're gonna handle business in the spirit and the enemy is not just gonna run up in our lives and wreak havoc same way I told you guys when, when my two cousins died back to back in a, in a few weeks uh, in, in a matter of weeks with each other I was in Bali when, when the first cousin died and then when I got back to America I was visiting my family and my mom got a phone call about another cousin in the same lineage in the same generation of people and I said oh no 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 Sunday we get on a family prayer line and we do business in the spirit what do we what do I mean by we do business we fight against what the enemy is trying to take from our lives the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy and it's the truth that he's coming for Psalm 91 says God will satisfy us with long life so if a person life not long and they not satisfied with that and they are something is threatening their life, you've got to fight to keep your life here on the earth from being taken prematurely through some method or tactic of the enemy. Why? Because all he's doing is threatening the truth of what God's word says. That's why you can have something be true in the Bible, but it not be true in your particular life or, or, or in someone's particular life because they haven't learned it and applied it in their life yet or they won't resist the enemy and fight what's trying to steal that truth out of their life so likewise we approach every everything from a place of, of victory we approach everything as the heavyweight champion of the kingdom the heavyweight champion of the world figuratively speaking so just because we're fighting don't mean i'm not a champion Let, let's get that clear right now just because you have a particular struggle just because you're experiencing doubt or fear coming up don't mean you're not a champion just because somebody broke up with you or left you don't mean you're not worthy of love doesn't mean that you're not a 10 no what it means is there is something threatening the knowledge of God the truth of his word in your life and trying to convince you that what you believe that what the Bible says is true is not true for you so then you have a lot of people who used to be believers in God or were Christians in some regard and they start turning away from the father turning away from the Bible let me show you where this is in the word uh, Ephesians chapter 6 verse number 12 listen to this this is paul apostle paul holy spirit inspired apostle paul to write this this after jesus died been rose again went to heaven and the people on earth who have accepted the lord jesus has been filled with the holy spirit the battle for salvation the fight and wrestling match for that done one finish put your faith and trust in jesus christ your position in what the bible calls heaven is totally secure okay in jesus now you trying to break into a new industry or market 
you trying to resolve some conflict in your family. You go to do certain things and then you start running up against opposition. What is going on? Let's look at the word Ephesians chapter six, verse number 12. And I'm reading the KJV for this one. It says for we human beings, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We're not wrestling with people, even if the circumstance or situation happens to involve people. Our wrestle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world. And it tell you, tells you what those things are against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is rankings of demonic beings, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, the darkness of this world, the darkness that we see in this world is being ruled by something. Spirits are at the root of it. People are at the administration of it. Hear me when I say that spirits are at the root of it. People are at the administration of it. Spirits have to have people to operate through on the earth because you can't be here without a body. You can't be a spirit and live here and be here without a body if you're not on assignment from God. The devil not on no assignment from God. Satan is not employed by heaven to teach you nothing in your life. This is what's supposed to be teaching you, the Bible. You see the lies of the enemy? You see the lies of religion? How they got you thinking that, oh, yep, God using the devil. God using sickness and disease to teach you something. This was supposed to be teaching you. Long as you believe stuff like that, you won't even spend time in the word. And so what I'm trying to tell you is this is not something that somebody just taught to me and I took it and I believed it. Nah, since I was a child, I, I, I studied the word. I applied this word. I would talk to God and I would say, Father, this doesn't make sense to me. Father, I don't see this as being true in my life. And over time. He matured me through the Holy Spirit and matured me through the word. And I learned how to get wisdom from the Bible. And I learned how to apply what's in the word to my life so that it will be true in my life. And I have seen this work over and over and over again. And it has never failed me. But I also know there is a space that a person can be in where they are just unskilled with the word. And what you skilled at is constantly listening to somebody talk about the word, but you ne never actually get in it or they don't give you references for what they're teaching you. They don't give you all the references in the scripture to prove and show you that that is true or right. So I want you to mature and just start picking your Bible up every week. Start at whatever amount of time that you can and get in this word. And, and so, okay, let me keep going. So Ephesians 6 and 12 tells us we're not wrestling with a circumstance. We're not wrestling with a person. You're not wrestling with your job. You're not wrestling with your boss. You're not wrestling with your ex. You're not wrestling with the mother of your kids. You're not wrestling with your wife or your husband or whatever it is. You're not wrestling against flesh and blood. The thing that we wrestle against is wicked spirits, demonic power, Satan, the enemy in the spiritual plane of existence, invisible, but present. So you got to get certain things in check in your life. With me, I'm very big on whatever environment that I'm living in, getting that environment and checking the spirit. So when I come home from traveling, I walk into a house, peace is greeting me. 
I walk into a house, ain't no strange, eerie feeling. So even where your environment lives, some people don't have peace in their house because there's a spirit there. That simple. I've had friends tell me that they saw stuff and uh, or they, I'm having headaches at night or I can't sleep at night. And I go over their house and I see exactly why. I see it up there in the corner. And I know that sounds crazy to people. And it's like, you just deal with it. You, I, Luke 10, 19, I have authority. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. I have authority over all the works of Satan. So boom, I deal with it. I deal with it in the spirit and get the thing out. Jesus all through the Bible casted out demonic spirits out of people. Jesus all throughout the, the Bible set people free from the oppression of Satan. So when I talk about those things, they're not abnormal. What's abnormal is if you're a believer and you're not commanding demon spirits to leave territories, to leave people alone in your life or in your family if they're being oppressed. That's weird. That's weird that you would just let an enemy wreak havoc in your family, your friendship, and you don't put up no type of opposition to it. That's what's weird. What I do, what we do, believers who, who believe in this word and we operate in the love of God as well as the power of God in business, in the marketplace, and in, in serving in church or whatever, wherever you're placed in the world, it's normal to do life like Jesus. He healed sicknesses and diseases. He casted out demonic spirits and he would preach. He would teach the word of God and he would share the kingdom with people and invite them to be a part of it. Too. So let's read it one more time slower than we think we need to. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places so now let's turn over to second corinthians chapter 10 verse number four so now we know that the the wrestling that i'm talking about like i said at the beginning of the episode that scripture proves this wrestling that i'm talking about is a wrestling wrestling match against the enemy against dark uh spirits wickedness in high places now we're getting into well how do i combat that you fight now if you fight, what's the weapon? What what you what's your weapon? I told you prayer, but not just any kind of praying. We talked about praying the word. So I'm going to put this together for you. I'm going to share, share these scriptures with you. So check this out. 2 Corinthians 10 verse number 4. For the weapons of our warfare, the wrestling, the war are not carnal. They're not fleshy. They're not religion. They're not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strong holes. Sin, lack, disease, sickness, whatever the struggle challenge, death, whatever the struggle challenge or issue is, is having a strong hold. What is it holding? It's trying to hold on to the truth of God's word in your life is trying to hold on to it and take it, steal it, destroy it, rob it from you so that it's no longer true for you, even though it remains true in this word. That's why you have Christians who get various results. One allows certain things where another one doesn't allow it, so their results are different. One Christian, they both believe in Jesus, but they believe in certain other things about life and their results are different. So if something is, is grabbing a hold of the truth of God's word in your life in a particular area, 
the weapons that we fight with literally pull that hand down from around that truth that it was trying to grab hold of and take from you so now and when i say take it from you this is what i mean by take getting you not to believe it let's keep going here because i, I want to make this particular point and then i, I want to go to another scripture to show you how this all ties together so for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god through the to the pulling down of strongholds verse number five second corinthians 10 verse number five i'm going to read this to you in the amplified bible now my bible is set up to where i have the king james on one side and on the other side is the amplified it's the exact same scriptures you see chapter 10 kjv chapter chapter 10 uh amplified bible that's how it's set up so i don't have to flip the page or go to a different book to to give you a, a different translation now verse number four it says our weapons are our we the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds Verse number five, in as much as we refute arguments and the stories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. What did I tell you the enemy was after? The truth of God, the truth of the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The Bible says the word was God. God and his word are the same. The enemy is refuting the truth of God, the knowledge of God and his word in people's lives, arguing against the truth about their identity, arguing against whether or not Jesus is the savior of the world, arguing against whether or not Jesus is actually God, or was he just a prophet, or was he just God's son. This scripture says, we refute every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So where is the battle, the wrestling taking place? Right here. That's why it says we lead every thought captive. We take those thoughts that is being put or planted in our minds through what we are listening to, seeing, or the conversations that we are entertaining consistently. We take those thoughts and we snatch them down into the obedience of Jesus Christ. And we say, no, I decide what's true in this Bible will remain true in my life. No, I decide I'm not going to believe that lie. Cause if I believe that lie, then that lie becomes truth in my life. And the word of God now doesn't have effect for me because I'm not putting my faith in it. I'm not putting my belief in it. So I'm not seeing it work for me. Now the Bible looks like it's not true. The Bible is never not true. The issue is, is the particular scripture in, in question true in your life? So, the Bible is true with or without me and you. That's we, we established that. I see people allowing themselves to be bullied and taken advantage of by darkness and, and people who operate through a false spirit that ain't the Lord's spirit. So let's look at James chapter four, verse number seven. It says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So when we read James chapter four, verse number seven, we're talking about movement. 
We're talking about not just standing still and accepting and taking uh, what is happening as if it's coming from the Lord. No, it's saying submit to God, be submitted to God's way, God's best, and then resist, oppose, push back on whatever it is, whatever mechanism the enemy is using to come against you. And when I'm saying push back on, what a lot of people end up doing is they push back on people. Sometimes as human beings, when we're not understanding that we're not wrestling with flesh and blood, we have a particular attitude that's not pleasant. And so what I'm saying is you fight and the weapon that you fight with is prayer. And so in the next episode, I will do a deep dive on how to pray more effectively when I tell you for years, okay, this is not recent, for years, I'm going to teach you how to pray in a way uh, according to how the Bible says that we are to pray. And I started praying this way and I've been praying this way for years and for years it has worked, not just in my life, but in other people's lives as well. I'll also share with you some tips on how to handle certain things in the spirit, how to take care of business in the spirit. There have been instances where something was going on in someone's life, for example, and I would set an alarm on my phone for a particular time of day um, on certain days of the week over the course of a month or two to pray over that particular area of their life for a particular period of time. So I'll set the alarm. When the alarm goes off, I hit snooze. I know I have my snooze set so that the alarm goes off again at, after X amount of minutes of snooze. And while that snooze is going and it's not alarming i'm praying over that i'm speaking out the word of god praying in the holy spirit and then when when um it rings again that the snooze is over i go back to my night or i go back to my day so there are ways to take care of things in the spirit that will require more than just a god please help me jesus lord please help me jesus that's fine if that's the level that you're at but that's not the level where God wants you to stay. So if you're seeing this and if you're hearing this, the Lord is giving you an opportunity through his word to come up higher in your prayer life. And when I tell you the results that you are going to start getting in some of the stubborn areas, I'm not talking about the areas where it's all good. The prayers are going and flowing through like water. Those stubborn areas of your life where you feel like you hadn't quite cracked uh, into the breakthrough yet or or you don't fully really have the victory yet those stubborn areas the way that I'm going to share about praying and, and just some different things that you can try yourself in the next episode it's going to be very very helpful for you but before we get to the next episode uh, which will come out after this one I want us to say our decrees and I want us to say our decrees according to Luke 10 verse number 19 that's one of my favorite scriptures and I recommend that you get your eyes on that scripture yourself so Luke 10 verse number 19 says behold i give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you so the lord is talking about our god-given authority here that we have authority over all of the work and powers of the enemy so in whatever way you're being oppressed by anything dark in your life you have power and authority over it in jesus christ now I want you to say these decrees after me and I need you to say it like you really, really mean it out loud and stay tuned for the next episode. Okay, repeat after me. 
I have authority over the enemy. I have authority over my mind. I have authority over my yes. And I have authority over my no. And no matter what may come my way, I have God-given authority to pray. My name is Felicia Goins. I want you to join me back for the next episode where we're going to do a deep dive on how to enhance and supercharge your prayer life. Thank you so much for tuning into WordCast. Be sure to share this episode with someone that you love and come back and join me for the next one. Have a powerful rest of the day. Talk to you soon. Thank you.